tribal trails, tribal trails. The Son of God, He is near. He chose to walk with us. These tribal trails. Hi, and welcome to Tribal Trails. We're glad that you joined us. In an earlier program, we had Craig and LaDonna Smith share how they grew up on their reservations as Christians and the struggles they faced. Today, they will share with you the auto accident that changed their ministry. People think that as Christians, nothing can happen to us. God uses a lot of life situations to bring us to where he wants us to be. Even the Apostle Paul said, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Let's join Craig and LaDonna and hear how God became their strength. Uh, 25 miles north of Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, in our vehicle, LaDonna, her brother Zane, and myself, we were traveling from our home in Phoenix, Arizona, on our way up to Minnesota to my home reservation. And then we were going to be going on from there into ministries and uh, way up in uh, Long Hudson Bay in Quebec and then down to uh, inner city of Chicago and many different environments where we were going to be preaching the gospel. Inner city of Chicago and into New York City and places in between. And this was like a four-month ministry trip for us. Day one of that ministry trip as we were... Just going along the interstate highway, I was sleeping in the back of the SUV, uh, the middle bench there. LaDonna was in the front passenger seat, and her brother Zane was driving our vehicle during that leg of the journey. He was traveling with us to help us drive up to Minnesota. We were all exhausted. It was crazy getting ready for that trip. Our house was up for sale, and, and uh, just all the craziness of, of, of life and uh, so we were exhausted, and I, I was sleeping in the back of that vehicle, and as we came over a ridge, um, a crosswind came and hit our vehicle. We were pulling a trailer loaded with ministry equipment and supplies for four months on the road, and, and uh, that trailer began to fishtail, and, and my brother Zane did his best to try to, to try to control the vehicle, but he lost control, and we ended up rolling three times going 75 miles an hour down that interstate highway. And uh, for me, being unrestrained, as we rolled side, side over side, I was just slammed up and down inside that vehicle. Uh, my wife, LaDonna, her, her head uh, in the front passenger was whipping around, and, and there was a, a enough, enough force on, the, on, my, on my wife that she actually ended up with the worst kind of neck fracture you can have, 90 to 95% of people who suffer the injury my wife suffered die instantaneously for this cause everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found craig says well let's just change places you you go ahead uh and get in the front i i really need to lay down because he he drove that lake from phoenix to albuquerque so my brother took over and and i was just out like that i i just i was so tired and then the next thing I, I heard was, we're about ready to go over. My brother's voice, mm -hmm. we're ready to go over. And my first thought was, uh, first of all, I was so deep in, in sleep 
that the thing that kind of jarred me was and you were in the front seat I was in the front seat passenger yeah. side because Craig we had switched places yeah. and and the uh, vehicle sort of swerved and so I in my deep sleep I could I could feel myself coming out of it and I heard my brother say oh and then I think he was trying to uh, remedy it to get it uh, straightened out but by then it had caught some gravel and mm -hmm. and he said hold on we're going over and and then in that split time I just relaxed it was like it was like there's nothing you can do just let go and I remember it saying coming out of that deep sleep tis so sweet to trust in Jesus that song came to me and I and I just went over and I, I remember feeling the first hit and then nothing else, but it landed on all fours, and um, I in the ditch in the ditch in between the two, uh, uh, both ways the highways north and south, mm -hmm. and I could hear them moaning, which I was really really glad to hear, because I knew there was life there, okay. but I couldn't turn my head. But I, I I didn't really get it then that I had I had broken injured my neck. But I was talking to the to Craig and to saying, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And they were moaning and and uh, I kept saying the same thing over and over again. And um, Craig was worried that I had some head injury. He says later, but really I wanted to keep them awake. I just felt like we needed to, you know, um, keep them alert. And uh, so. It was very painful and very scary, but yet peaceful at the same time. Mm -hmm. There was something uh, the Lord was just, I believe, was just giving us the peace mm -hmm. we needed at the time. And um, a, the, a lady came to the to the door, and she, and I was singing this song, "Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus." And she says, "Well, I know that song," and she joined. And, and I said, "Well, sing it with me." Is so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take Him at His word, just to rest upon His promise. Just to know the saves the Lord Jesus Jesus how I trust him how I've proved him You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. 
Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus Just from sin and self to cease Just from Jesus simply taking life and rest and joy How I trust Him, how I prove Him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh for grace to trust Him more. I'm so glad I've learned to trust the precious Jesus Savior friend and I know that thou art with me will be with me to the end Jesus Jesus how I trust him how I prove him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Jesus, Jesus, precious My wife LaDonna, her, her head uh, in the front passenger was whipping around and, and there was a, a enough, enough force on, the, on, my, on my wife that she actually ended up with the worst kind of neck fracture you can have. 90 to 95% of people who suffer the injury my wife suffered die instantaneously. It was the top vertebrae that fractured, the C1. One doctor called it the hangman's break. So that's what breaks when they hang, hang you from the gallows. And uh, there's my wife as we come to rest in, the, in between the northbound lanes and southbound lanes of that highway. And I'm all broken in body in the back of that vehicle. My wife with a broken neck. Zane injured as well. Thankfully, he wasn't injured uh, to the extent we were. He did well. And we thank God for that. But both of us were... Uh, suffered injuries that really nobody can survive. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hand my name is written on his heart i know that while in heaven he stands no tongue can bid me thence depart no tongue can bid me thence depart i could not drive for nine weeks 
because of that they don't let you drive for that I couldn't turn my head so and then my knee was uh, huge and my hand was huge from uh, the injuries so I I had to have my family come in we had friends from around the country that would fly in and maybe for a week at a time and drive me back and forth uh, I stayed at different the Lord opened different homes for me to stay in but uh, and the, and the um, insurance wouldn't release Craig to go back to Phoenix, so oh. it was a hardship on yeah. on our extended family too, because they they had to fly out there, or drive out there to just you know see how Dad was and visit and encourage, and so it was it, it was really really trying time. And I thought, well, are we ever going to get back to Phoenix, Lord? Maybe you have us here, but you know there were so many opportunities to. Um, share the Lord even at the hospital when I when I arrived when I was dropped off I would a wheel get wheeled inside and I'd be there for the whole day and then I someone would come in and, and get me at 11 at night when they close and and then I'd go I'd go home and I started all over again for five and months you were in pain yes there was a lot of pain yeah. involved with it too so but um I was an advocate for Craig too I, I yes. thank God that I could yeah. be there because uh, I really wanted to know everything that was going on. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. On behalf of us, the Bible says that, you know, to His Heavenly Father. He, and I'm so glad, and, and I feel like the Lord gives that to us too, you know, as yeah. His kids, to, to want to, we, we have that that um, desire to help and um, to encourage. And the Lord did open up so many opportunities, so to be able to witness to um, different ones in the hospital, they were suffering just as much as I was. And to see it, to see, and yet to be able to share, can I pray with you? Can I pray for your boy? Can I pray for your girl? Can I pray for you as a grandma? You're brokenhearted, and you don't know what the outcome of this mm -hmm. head injury will be. So I, there were so many opportunities to, to share the Lord. And um, of course, Craig was in um, uh, ICU for two months, and then he progressed to uh, another facility mm -hmm. where he would eventually learn how to stand, mm -hmm. and then eventually how to to walk. But there, it was a it was a process. It was so painfully difficult to see him in the pain that he was and knowing that all these injuries that he had that they didn't even know was going on in his body then too so it was hard to see him you know to bear that to see him in so much pain and yet trusting the Lord all along the way as for God his way is perfect the word of the Lord is proven he is a shield to all who trust in him it was very traumatic. Uh, she broke her neck, and for me, I, I broke so many bones in my body. I don't know if you can tell as you're seeing me sitting here, but I'm sitting in a wheelchair eight years later because of the effect of this accident. And to be honest with you, it's a miracle that I can even do that. Because when you think of the injuries that I sustained, uh, they were horrific injuries. I guess you could say the worst fracture uh, I had was, they call it an open book pelvic fracture. You know, your pelvis is like a ring and uh, uh, that around your waist there. And, and uh, you can imagine the image, an open book, just 
you know, popped open. You know, I have my Bible here in front of me and, and this, you know, the hips, the, the pelvis just laid open like this. And uh, dislocated, uh, uh, crushed uh, hip joint. Uh, the, uh, it was, this hip was dislocated and the whole bone was pushed up my back. The right femur broke. I broke my spine and uh, L2 through 5. Uh, spinal, multiple spinal fractures, multiple rib fractures. Um, I ended up with a, a whole uh, uh, painful injury called a Morel's lesion, where it's almost like a shark took a bite out of me over here. I've got I've got a whole chunk of me gone, and and uh, and then I had uh, uh, many other injuries. I ended up perforating my colon, and 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 all these things. Any one of these things, a person could die from. But I had all these things happened to me. And, uh, you know, when they got me out of the vehicle and took me to the hospital in Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, it was there on in the emergency room that I actually ended up dying. I died on the emergency room gurney. They revived me and uh, they got me going again. They pushed blood and fluids back into me and they called for a helicopter and that helicopter took me to um, uh, the trauma center in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the only level one trauma center in the whole state. And I know nothing of that period of my life until about two months later when I emerged from that coma. And uh, it was then I see my wife standing over me with a big rigid neck collar on her, stroking my hair and telling me, Craig, we've survived. And she said, I don't know if you know what happened. but And she didn't feel comfortable in sharing the whole story. She knew I had coded or passed in, in the ER, but she didn't want, really want me to know that. Um, she thought, well, maybe that might be too hard for you to get your arms around right now. I just want you to get better. But I guarantee I knew what happened because, uh, you know, death experience is something you experience. It's not a silent thing. And uh, there's so many lessons the Lord has taught us uh, in this school of suffering. But I'll tell you what, uh, the Lord was there. There are many miracles that he performed on our behalf in, in that traumatic and painful uh, accident that happened in 2009. But we're here today. We're still alive by God's design and by God's purpose. And uh, I just share with you a passage of scripture that really spoke to me. A dear friend of mine, uh, uh, a pastor, Tom Claus, sat me by my bedside when I couldn't move and when I didn't know what kind of future I'd ever have, and he read these words to me from Psalm 57. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. My soul takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. Wow. You know, we often pray that God keeps us from the disasters. Before you go on a trip, Lord, protect us as we go. That's the prayer we prayed that morning in Phoenix before we left. We journeyed up, but God in his sovereignty sometimes allows disasters in our life. And that was something by God's hand that he allowed for LaDonna and I and Zane to experience a horrific accident, yet he was all over the story. I want to share with you one more verse. It's verse 2 of Psalm 57 because it's connected to verse 1. It says, I cry out to God, to God most high. To God who fulfills his purpose for me. You know, as we journeyed through the early years of, of our healing and, and recovery, uh, these two verses became so real to us, especially to me. Uh, 
because I was so broken and I had no assured future of what I would be able to regain. They were telling LaDonna, we're getting you ready because it quite possibly we're going to send Craig to a care facility and he'll have to be cared for the rest of his life. They're going to have to lift him out of bed and, and do everything for him. That's what we were facing as a family. And, um, and you know, the, the interesting thing about it, you know, we were on a four-month ministry trip. You know, where, where's God when the rug gets pulled out from under you? Where's God when a tragedy or trauma hits you or your family? We all wonder that, don't we? But, oh, I'll tell you, um, uh, I can tell you where God was. He was right there with us. As that vehicle rolled, he went for a roll with us because the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in us. He was in that vehicle with us, indwelling us. And as he, as he was indwelling us, he cared for us from the front line position of the inner man. And he was ministering to us and keeping my wife's neck from, even though he allowed it in his sovereignty to, to have that fracture, that life-taking fracture, yet God at mile marker 313 said, this far, but no more. He allowed it to go this far, but no more. Why? Because he has a purpose. Do you see what that second verse said? I cry out to God, to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. I've, we've come to learn that disasters don't distract us or take us away from God's purpose for our life. God uses disasters to fulfill his purpose for us. You know, when you get your arms around the revealed word of God and you believe it as truth, it gives great comfort. I've never been so comforted in, a, in the darkest days of my life than I was from God's word because of what he shared. Through his word, spoke to my heart. It brought such comfort and helped me resolve the issues. It helped me to deal with the why questions. And you know what happened in my life? It no longer was, Lord, why did this happen to me? What happened as I began to understand the truth of God's word being applied to my condition it was all about, Lord, how can you get the glory from all of this? And we've been finding how he's getting the glory in the years that have followed. And as he's brought us through a, a long and arduous healing road, and he's been in it all the way. And I just thank God that his truth sustained us. And I hope and pray that that truth will sustain you as you face your disasters, because we all face it. It altered our life. It changed it. But we see God using what we've been through now to help so many people deal with pain and suffering and trauma. And that's part of giving our lives to the Lord and serving Him. He continues to use us for His purpose. So I, I embrace what happened as God's sovereign hand in my life. I don't understand his ways, but I love him enough to trust him. And that's what's made all the difference in my life. Wow, what a journey. Thanks, Craig and LaDonna, for sharing your story with us today. I really like the fact that even through the accident, they continue to trust in God.
I hear people today who go through less serious issues and give up on God because it didn't go their way. The Smiths were starting on a four-month ministry tour for God, and the accident happened on the first day. For two months, Craig was in a coma with serious injuries. How can God allow this to happen? But that was not their response. They knew that even through this, God was still perfecting his plan for their lives. This is trusting God all along the way. We don't know the future, but we can continue to follow him even though we don't know what will happen. What about you? Have you given up on God because it wasn't what you wanted? When we trust in God, it means putting our lives into his hands and letting God take us through life. The Smiths can look back and see why these things had to happen and they were not bitter towards God. They also have seen how God encouraged them and moved them into greater things because of the accident. I encourage you to let God show you what he wants in your life. It will take a lot of trust, but it will be full of great rewards. God will never allow anything to happen to us that he is not in control. If you would like to talk to someone, call us. And remember, you can also contact us through Facebook and Twitter. Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hand, my name is written on his heart. I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me thence depart. No tongue can bid me thence When Satan tempts me to despair And he tells me of the guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end to all my sin Because the sinless Savior died my sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied To look on Him and pardon me To look on Him and pardon me Righteousness, the great unchangeable I am, the King of 
soul is purchased by his blood. My life is hid with Christ on high, with Christ my Savior and my God, with Christ my Savior and my God, with Christ my Savior.